0: B98.5's Tad, Drex, and Cara podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. You need forgiveness. I'm oh, sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5.
1: Hey, good morning, Cindy. Good morning. You're coming on Forgive and Forget this morning. You have an issue with what, the mother of some of your kids' friends? Mm-hmm. What happened?
2: We had all these plans to do stuff, to go like to Fernbank, but I don't know what's going
1: on. Um, So you're talking about, so you had plans with Stacy and her kids to go to the Fern Bank with you and your kids. And y'all are friends. You're friends with Stacy. They've just been basically ghosting you.
3: She keeps making excuses why she can't go with us to certain things. How do you know she's making excuses? I mean, it's the end of summer. Back to school is coming up really fast. They may just be busy. I just know.
2: Last week she told me her daughter Skylar was sick. But then I talked to one of the other moms. And she said they all went out for ice cream together.
1: Oh. And left you guys out? Exactly. Yeah. why would they suddenly be blowing you off? Has something happened?
2: She's late all the time. And the last time she did it, I was in a mood.
1: So you say you're in a mood. Like just
2: fed up with it. The lateness.
1: Did you make that known to her? Is that the problem?
2: I said, I don't know why you think your life is more important than anyone else's. Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard of common decency?
1: Ooh. You said all that to her?
2: I didn't think it bothered her at the time because she was late. Right. But now that I've had time to think about it and the fact that she's avoiding me.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe you just want to give this some time.
2: No, no, no. You don't understand. My kids have been begging to hang out with them. Oh, One man. of the other kids told my daughter, your mom is mean. So now I'm afraid stacy has been talking shit about me. And eventually, um, all the Atlanta moms are going to blacklist me. Well, well are you extreme. mean? <laughs> I guess I could have been nicer, but generally, no.
3: I don't think so. <laughs> <down to> the <laughs> I, don't I'm think sure I about am. That. <laughs> I
2: don't think I
1: am. Let's do this. We're going to put you on hold, and we're going to try to get Stacy on the phone. We'll bring you guys together, and we'll help you ask her to forgive you and see if we can get this friends group. Because I understand these last two weeks, like my family right now, all the camps are done. Yeah. Like we have to entertain our kids. Exactly. It's like mom and, everybody's and dad. Everybody's bored to
0: tears. Yeah.
1: And it takes a Ooh. village.
0: Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. It's hard to ask for forgiveness. Is it too late now to say sorry? So Tad, Drex, and Kara are here to help you do it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5.
1: Cindy's friend Stacy's always late for playdates with her kids, so Cindy pointed it out to her. She said, listen, you're not the only person here. you got to have a little respect. And since then, Stacy and her kids have been avoiding them. Cindy, sit tight. Stacy's not going to know you're listening in here at first. Okay. Hello? Hey, good morning. This is Stacy. This
2: is she. Can I ask who's calling?
1: This is Tad Rex and Kara calling from B98.5. Just uh, checking in, see okay. how the summer's going. <laughs> Everything going all right?
2: I mean, it's too hot half the time, but I mean, other than that, it's great. <laughs> Having uh, a good, great summer. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: curious if you and the other moms are getting along.
2: <sighs> I mean, you know, we've had our ups and downs. <laughs> Why are you? Can we um, ask what the downs have been? Well, one of the moms, like, flat out yelled at my kid. So that's Ooh. kind of. <laughs> was that
1: Cindy by chance? Yeah, actually. Yeah. Uh, why? <laughs> well, this is a feature called Forgive and Forget. And Cindy's on the other line with us. She was feeling bad about yelling at you.
2: At me? She yelled at my kid. I don't I don't know when she yelled at me. I don't know when she that yelled, happened.
1: She yelled about being late?
2: Oh, I forgot about that. I mean, you can yell at me all day long, but, like, once you yell at my kids, like, don't don't right. ever yell at me. Right. Cindy? Wait, are you talking about when he pulled Griffin under the water? Nobody was pulling anyone, okay? Um, no, no one pulled anyone. When you hold a child under the water too long, that happens. And that's the only reason I yelled. They were trying to kill my two-year-old. Sorry if that was a problem. Okay, absolutely no. No one is trying to kill anyone. That is our. They absolutely extreme. were. It's not fun. So no. when you're other is, kids under the water.
1: Cindy, you're saying that Stacy's kids were holding your son under the, and he's two.
2: Yeah, they're just scoop. They're playing around in the pool. No, that was not playing, and it's unacceptable. That was really dangerous. Well, what about at Walmart when you went off on Skyler? <laughs> went off on her she knocked over an entire display of clay pots and nobody else said anything like, including you
1: clay flower pots
2: they pay people to like help clean up it's walmart like it's not that big of a deal like i think they can oh, handle really? like a few broken pots it's not your place to tell me how to pair it like okay. you know i'm right so, there like this bull... is... did you offer to pay no I'm not worried about Walmart losing, you know, a few dollars in pots. I think they can handle it. Like I don't like it when people overstep my parenting boundaries. Like I just I don't like that.
1: I said before it, it takes a village when I was talking to Cindy, like I just wouldn't want to stand there watching kids knock over clay flower pots exactly. and nobody it does takes anything. A
2: village. I can't tell you how many times this has happened.
1: What has happened?
2: She has overstepped my boundaries and yelled at my children.
1: You got to give Cindy a pass for yelling when her son was being held underwater. Yeah, that's kind of life
2: or death. They're my kids. Cindy, you have your own children to watch, to raise how you want. Like, this is my family. These are my children. I don't want people stepping in when I don't think they need to step in.
1: Well, listen, this is a feature called forgive and forget. Obviously, there's a disconnect when it comes to how you parent each other's kids Mm -hmm. there's not much time left in the summer do you think you guys can figure out a way that you can sort of coexist play with the kids cindy unless your kids are in danger stay out of stacy's business i
2: mean maybe i'm a bit much I don't mean to be, honestly. I'm just trying to be helpful. It's a lot. Kids are a lot. They can be a lot. My priority is that I want the kids to be happy, so I'll put aside whatever for myself as long as my kids are happy. Yeah, so. because I'm
1: telling you what, Cindy's kids have been begging to hang out with <laughs> your kids, Stacey, so can you mm, forgive her, oh. can you guys move
2: on? I didn't realize it was this bad, but I will really try. I'll be better.
1: Just maybe no play dates at the pool until we get some floaties.
3: <laughs> or Walmart for that matter. <laughs>
2: yeah. I'll do better too. Make sure everything. Yeah. Thank you so much. Girl, I really behave. Behave. <sighs> All right. Yeah.
1: So, now that we've helped them, yeah. Cuz that was our job was to help them bring mm-hmm. them back together. We need to talk about this a little bit more. If someone else's kids are acting up, whether or not their actual parent is there or not, you absolutely are to speak directly to that kid. Like, I usually correct that child's behavior first and ask questions later. Like, playground police right here.
3: I think it's all very situational. Like, if you know the parents and the kid, I think it's fine to stay something. If you don't, I think you should find the parent.
1: Even if, like, I just feel like if a parent is, a, we, if your kid is playing on the playground, you're not supposed to be just be sitting there drinking rosé, <laughs> you know? You have to watch your kid, yeah, pay attention absolutely. to them, and make sure you parent your child. Just because you're on the playground doesn't mean it's a total free-for-all, right? That's true. Four zero four seven four one zero nine eight five. Do you agree with that? Do you agree? Would you have a problem if you were on the playground and somebody else talked to your kid, there was something maybe you didn't see? Are you cool with that? Or do you have the policy like, nobody talks to my kids except me? 404 985 You could also leave us a message using the open mic feature on the free B98.5 app on Forgive and Forget, which is a feature we do every weekday morning at 7 a.m. You need forgiveness. We help you ask for it. So
3: Cindy called in and her friend's or her kid's friend's mother, Stacy, is who she was asking for forgiveness for, Uh, she had yelled at Stacy's kids because they were behaving very poorly, tried to drown her son at one point, knocked down an entire display of flower pots at Walmart, and Stacy didn't do anything to correct her children at all, so Cindy stepped in and said, no, we're not going to act like this, cut it off, knock it off, and Stacy was... Upset with her and basically excommunicated her from the friends group because she was yelling at her kids.
1: So, Stacy is the absentee parent. She's there physically, but she's not parenting her kids. And Cindy's the one that steps in and says, ah, she's like directing traffic mm-hmm. here. And Cindy's the bad person. I mean, Stacy, step up. They're your kids. Parent your kids. That's all we ask. You know,
3: unfortunately, some people just aren't meant to be parents like they're just not great at that. So and- if,
1: if you're not meant to be a parent, that's fine. You're not doing a great job. Don't come after me if I'm there policing your kids. Like that's- a lot of times I don't even know these people. I'm like, right. What are you doing? It is. If you've ever sat, because your kid is what nine months old, yeah. right?
3: So we haven't run Go into the, the playground yet.
1: sometime and take a look around. Watch the madness that is happening all around you and the parents that are sitting there drinking rosé on their phones. But
3: listen, if my baby, if my kid is doing something that they're not supposed to do and I didn't see it, please step in and say something like don't let that behavior continue.
1: That's what I say. It, it would never happen because I'm always there. Like, well, a, like a chopper. You,
3: Get think through the it chopper. Would never, you think it would never
4: happen.
1: Sophia in uh, Covington?
4: No one should ever reprimand my child except for me. I don't care what goes on. If we're at the playground together and my child does something wrong, they should come to me directly, say, hey, Charlotte was doing this, this, and this. And then I can correct my kid. But I gave birth to her, not you. <laughs> so yeah. I don't think anybody... To correct anybody
1: else's kid, but are you watching Charlotte? Because I mean, most I'm of the always time, doing
4: my best. Yes, there's a moment where I'm on my cell phone for work or doing something, but for the most part, I'm my eyes are pretty much on her.
1: So with you, we've never met before. Charlotte's mm-hmm. on the playground. She's throwing dirt. She's acting disrespectful. She's pushing kids around, and you're on one of your work calls. I don't know you. I don't know who Charlotte's parent is. They're not there. You still have an issue? I still can't say anything. She's throwing mulch in my kid's eyes, and I can't say anything.
4: I mean, then move your kid away. I don't think anybody should reprimand another person's kid because they don't know. Maybe my daughter has issues or something going on. Like, I just, yeah, All I still All the agree. more
1: reason for you to keep an eye on her. Like I know, and I know that it's calls? my responsibility,
4: but things happen. Right, but I got to put a roof over my kid's head. Why didn't yell at someone else's kid? Like, it, it, then it becomes a whole problem. People are crazy today. Like, I think it's like, keep your nose where it belongs. Like, don't be in other people's business.
1: All right. Sophie, appreciate the call. 404 if you want to join the conversation. Kate in Douglasville? Yes. You say it all depends.
5: It does. I have a big age gap between my siblings and I. So my siblings are closer to my children's age than my age. And I was on the playground with my children and my siblings. And I saw this little boy, and he started throwing... And things like that in the kids' hair. And I went over there and was like, hey, buddy, we don't do that. But I couldn't find his parents. And mm-hmm. so I was just keeping an eye on it. And next thing I know, this little boy reaches back as far as he can and open ha- hand slaps my little brother mm-hmm. across the face to the point it left a full blown handprint. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, I will reprimand that child in that moment because you just physically assaulted my loved one, and your parent isn't around. Now, I didn't put my hands on the kid or anything like that, but I said, hey, buddy, you need to watch it. You need to go find your mama right now. That was Mm. unacceptable. So I definitely think it depends on the situation.
1: Appreciate the call. Great point. Rachel and Marietta?
5: Yes. Um, No, parents should
2: not be disciplining other people's kids. Now, if someone else's kid hits your kid and the other parent isn't around trying to say, excuse you, don't hit my kid, but at the same time I agree with Tara your kids should be the ones saying that. Mm. But I also have an issue with the comment that if I'm not helicopter parenting <laughs> I'm raising a disrespectful
1: child. You're kind of twisting my words a little bit. What I'm know. saying is most absentee How about let me put it this way to you Rachel? Most absentee parents, most parents of children who are acting up on the playground are the opposite of helicopter parents these are absentee parents they could care less about their kids they didn't maybe want to have kids and they're stuck with kids and they would rather drink rosé with their friends and pay attention those are the ones i'm talking about so i'm the extreme on one end but i'm talking about the people who are extreme on the other well
2: i've also had helicopter parents climb up and get my kid out of a place that because i chose to let them cry because they've thrown a temper tantrum even though they've gotten down from that same spot 30 times on their own they decided that today they wanted mommy to get them and i said no and i had a helicopter parent send her husband up there to go get my kid
1: rachel i'm oh. really sorry i got involved in that situation <laughs> i should have let things lay but anyway go woo
3: <laughs> thanks rachel
1: I think we started this whole thing agreeing with each other, Kara. Now suddenly it's team Kara. You've
3: gone like way off the deep end. I I said that there's a lot more gray area than you're allowing
1: for. We've been talking about playground parenting. And I'm a firm believer that it takes a village, that there's a lot of parents that are not paying attention to their kids. Mm -hmm. So if something happens on a playground and there's no parent around or there's no parent who's around maybe watching and not doing anything about it, I'm going to be stepping in. Well, I think there's
3: a big difference. Like, there's a big difference from the parent that is at the playground and just didn't see their child acting in a certain way and correct it. And then there's those parents that just don't even care, that are not paying attention and don't care to pay attention. And
1: those are the parents that drive me nuts because their kids are terrible and they're having influence over my kids.
3: But I do think that our children, our own kids, should be able to have some kind of conflict resolution skills and be able to say, I don't like that. Stop that. And them be the first person that tries to nip that behavior in the bud. Not a parent.
1: That's the other side of the double edged sword right there Mm -hmm. that you just pointed out. we got to check Uh, Open mics, you can now leave us a message using the open mic feature on the free B98.5 app It just you record it right on the app. and It comes right in here to the studio. Let's check one now See what they're saying.
3: Hey guys calling about the conversation about reprimanding someone else's child if you learn
5: how to Master the eye contact just right you never have to yell
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, the look. The stank eye. Uh-huh. Dude. Laser eyes. I love it. Appreciate that. You can use us uh, on the uh, the free B98.5 app. Just leave us a message. It's open mic feature. That's really cool to be able to do that. Uh, Melinda and Calhoun on the phones
5: to say, I don't agree with helicopter parenting, but if I have my child out on the playground and some other kid is bullying them and there is no parent uh, that I recognize in sight, I go up to that child and I say, who belongs to you? You know, really loud, in a loud voice. That way I'm getting an parent's attention that should be in the area. And if that, you know, and it's enough to also startle a kid to say, oh, crap, what's going on? You know, maybe I'll to yeah. watch what I'm
1: doing. But, you know, you'd be surprised. You try to get the parents involved. You'd be surprised how many parents won't come running. They, they just don't care. Well,
5: if they don't, then I am going to discipline that child. And mm-hmm. I, in this age of technology, I'm going to be recording what I'm doing. So that if, oh. for some reason, this parent wants to bring up a thing
0: Mm -hmm. I've got
5: evidence to prove what their child was doing and say, really, do you want me to have charges pressed against your child? You know, just enough to make that parent think, well, maybe I should be paying a little more attention.
1: Dude, I love it. Uh, You would be my best friend. You and I would be out there. We'd be like Cagney and Lacey.
3: Well, except for should be telling you back off your kid, your helicopter parenting. Stop it, Tad.
1: I call it helicopter parenting because I'm on it all the time. I don't go to the playground to uh, ignore my kids. I go to the playground and pay attention to what's going on. But it's not like I mean, I definitely let the other kids play with the toys in the sandbox. I'm not like that <laughs>
3: much. Really? It's
1: it so funny. you giving me grief about being a helicopter parent. Why? And then just as I was in here doing some other work, I noticed you were on the phone with your husband because uh-huh. you saw something on the video camera. You got no, video I... cameras <laughs> pointed at everybody at the house that you were calling to correct him on something. That he... I didn't call Do him. Did I get him? this right? No,
3: he was calling me and I just wanted to make sure that my child was alive because I left them in the bed together this morning and Ryan was dead to the world. So I just wanted to make sure the baby didn't fall off the bed.
1: Can you let us know what's happening with the traffic while you're up there oh, swimming yeah. around? Sure can. Hey, make you, sure. You'd
3: be better qualified to let us know what's going on with the traffic, though, Tab. <laughs> All
1: right. We are talking about parenting other people's kids. Uh, this came up on Forgive and Forget this morning. One of the examples that was given, this is crazy, is that this woman's two-year-old child was being pushed underwater at the pool. The two-year-old's mom's trying to stop her child from drowning, and the other kid's mom. Is now on her case saying, That's my kid. I should be able to parent my kid. It was like, I was trying to save my child's life. Well,
3: then parent your kid because he's about to kill mine.
1: <laughs> so sorry about that. Shannon and Jackson.
3: Yeah,
5: I was wondering why the two year old's mom wasn't watching her kid a little better to where other kids couldn't get their hands on it. Mm. When my kids were that little, I wouldn't let them out of my
3: sight, especially around water. Those are the same parents that bring their kids to the pool and expect that because there's a lifeguard there that they don't have to watch their kid at all. And their kid just goes crazy.
1: I've seen lifeguards napping in the chair. Mm. I wouldn't trust the lifeguards.
5: (laughs) But now, if you mess with my kids, I will say something to you. Amen. If a kid hurts my kids. Right. Not only will I say a little something to, to the kid, depending on their age, depends on how I'm going to say it. But I will definitely say something to the parent if your kid hurts my kid.
1: Appreciate it. Thank you so much, Shannon. There's another way for you to get in touch with us. If you just have like a quick comment, you don't really want the whole back and forth of conversation. You just want to, you know, leave us a a message.
3: Drop a bomb. (laughs) You can do
1: that. Leave the message. It's using the open mic feature on the free B98.5 app
5: if my child is throwing mulch in your child's face and I'm not paying attention, yes, absolutely tell them to stop. That's ridiculous. It takes a village and we all should be looking out for each other's kids.
1: Thank you so much. So refreshing. All these responsible parents finally chirping in. Well, L- did you
3: think the irresponsible parents would call and be like, no, just yeah, let them the run Yeah, they're the ones wild. that are fighting.
1: No, leave them alone. Leave, leave them alone. <laughs> Lillian and Dunwoody? I-
3: the type of
2: parent where I would say something if I see children misbehaving. And if I'm willing to speak up to someone else's child, I don't have a problem with someone saying something to my child if they see my kid misbehaving as well.
1: I've had this happen where I've spoken to a child that its parents were not correcting them. Mm-hmm. And the parent overheard me and said, excuse me, what if I talk to your kid like that? And my response was, that would never be my kid because I'm watching my kid. I know what my kid is doing, even when he doesn't know what he's doing.
2: <laughs> exactly. So when you said that you're the playground police, I would be that parent as well because I watch my child like a hawk.
1: My eight-year-old has a shot collar that he wears when we're out. You can't see it. It's under his shirt. But if he gets more than five feet away from me, he just gets a little reminder. You're
3: joking, but my mom seriously wanted to come up with the the tiny taser is what she called it to correct children. When I was growing up, she's like, if I had a tiny taser, none of this would be an issue. She
1: and I need to go into business together. (laughs) You'd go out to the park and there'd be like 15 kids just lying there and be like, what's what happened here?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We keep up with what's happening. So we can tell you about the stuff that matters. Tad, Drugs and Kara's info to go is on B98.5. 728.
1: We're protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Sunshine could see some showers this afternoon with a high of 95. It's 76 in Midtown. What's going on, Kara?
3: There's a new dining trend that you may want to try out. We'll talk about that in a second. But the Barbie phenomenon is still churning. You know that Barbie pink paint sold out all over the place. People have been clamoring over that Barbie pink. Any outfit-wise, I mean, it's, it's a incredible. huge machine right now. And now a long-forgotten Barbie character is going for top dollar on eBay, too. Alan was Ken's buddy. He originally came out in 1964. I don't even know if I ever remembered hearing of Alan ever before in my life, before this movie. Wasn't it
1: short-lived? Like, it was only a couple of years. Yes, that
3: very short-lived that flop. Mattel put that doll out. Um, right. But Michael Sarah's role in the movie, people have... Fallen in love with him and the character so much that now these dolls on eBay are going for 150 to 300 bucks a pop. So if you've got one of those laying around and you don't want to hold on to them, you could score some major cash.
1: Why would you spend $300 on something that, don't you think Mattel is going to be putting out an Allen Mattel doll? Mattel is not going
3: to redistribute Reboot? that doll. So if you've got one, you can make some money off of it. But that also might be one of those things that you want to hold on to. If you're a real collector, spending the $300 to get that doll, you would really want to hold on to it.
1: So the gamble that you're playing right now is, I mean, unless you just love it and you have to have it, which is kind of nuts, but well. suit yourself you collect Barbie doll. <laughs> That's cool. Everybody's got their thing. I'm not here to judge. But the question is, is the Allen doll going to be a great investment? Is it going to be worth money in several years or is it just going to be like I remember that time where I spent three hundred dollars on this piece of plastic?
3: Yeah, probably be more for nostalgia. I think the actual Barbies, those vintage Barbies and the ones that are the special editions They'll be in end up Not being with a lot. Not super
1: rare Allen doll.
3: Yeah, no. Guy. Unfortunately, now the newest dinner trend is shorter to light early birds. It seems as if demand for an earlier start time for dining out is sweeping the nation because restaurants across the U.S. are seeing a huge decrease in guests that are dining later. So, typically. The busiest time at a restaurant would be between 730 and 830 at night. Mm -hmm. And now it's closer to six o'clock. So not only are people cashing in on those early bird specials, but they're finding they've got more freedom and flexibility with their evenings. And eating earlier actually helps you digest all that stuff before you go to bed. So you sleep better.
1: Yeah, and you're gonna lose weight because you're eating earlier, so you're able to digest. You're not because it's terrible to. I actually lost a bunch of weight at one point in my life from just changing when I ate, from not eating right before I went to sleep. So you got more energy when you go out. Plus, there's a better chance you're gonna be hungry for fourth meal. What's (laughs) wrong with this? She's in the know about everything happening in pop culture.
0: Can you beat her? It's Are You Smarter Than Kara
1: on B98.5. Sponsored by R.S. Andrews Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical. Introducing our contestant this morning, it's Kathleen and Winder. Hey, Kathleen. Hello. Can you give our pop culture princess the boot? Go on, Kara.
3: Good luck. I'm out of here, Kathleen. Good luck.
1: Thank you. Kara's going to step out. I'm going to ask you these five pop culture trivia questions. Bring Kara back in. Ask her the same questions. Answer more right than Kara. She pays you $100 of her own money. Here we go with question number one. Bradley Cooper's not happy that his baby mama's dating Tom Brady. What color are Bradley Cooper's eyes? Me. We start out easy, right? I love him. Question two. A striking stunt double in Atlanta literally set himself on fire at a rally, saying Hollywood has been burning us for years. What Mission Impossible star does most of his own stunts? Uh, Tom Cruise. Question number three. Survey says that Americans prefer to take three travel vacations per year. Who's the lead actor in most of the National Lampoon vacation movies? Chevy Chase. Number four. Be at the Movies is in Dunwoody this weekend. We're going to be showing the Super Mario Brothers movie at Brookrun Park. What color hat does Mario wear? Blue. Question number five, Barbie is still so popular, made $26 million on Monday alone. Which is the best-selling Barbie doll of all time? Is it Barbie for president, totally hair Barbie, or Malibu Barbie? Uh, Malibu Barbie. All right, bringing Kara back in. You started off strong. Oh, but no. You never know, because these are very tough questions. So Kara is making her way back in. Ready for the same questions. I'm ready. Number one, what color are Bradley Cooper's eyes? Blue. Blue is correct. Kathleen got that right as well. Of course, ladies. Question number two, what Mission Impossible star does most of his own stunts? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is right. It's two to two. Question number three, who's the lead actor in the National Lampoon Vacation movies? Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. It's three to three. Number four, what color is Mario's hat? Red? Red. Kathleen said blue. It's four to three. Finally, question number five. Which is the best-selling Barbie doll of all time? Is it Barbie for president, totally hair Barbie, or Malibu Barbie?
3: Malibu Barbie.
1: That's incorrect. You <gasps> were both wrong on that. It's totally hair Barbie.
3: Really? Yes. Oh, my God.
1: Final score, Kara four, Kathleen and Winder three. Are you smarter than Kara? No, darn it. Kara's new record, 1,423 wins and 50 losses.
3: Sorry, Kathleen. That's
1: okay. (laughs) No cash, but you get a pair of tickets to see Sam Smith, Gas South Arena this Friday night. They're on sale at axs.com. Okay, awesome. We play twice every weekday morning, 635 and 735 on B98.5.
0: Thanks for listening to the Tad, Drex, and Kara podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and hear the show weekday mornings from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.